Welcome to the Marriage Success Podcast with Dr. David Stevens. The purpose of this podcast is to highlight biblical principles for building healthy marriage and family relationships. Dr. Stevens is an author, seminar leader, and relationship coach to married couples and singles in the dating game. To learn more about Dr. Stevens, please visit marriagesuccess.org. But now, let's join Dr. Stevens for today's edition of the Marriage Success Podcast. Hello, this is David Stevens. Welcome to the Marriage Success Podcast. My guests on today's podcast is Michael and Sierra Mitchell. Michael and Sierra have been married for about five years. Because they worked so hard all week, I decided to help them drop their guard and share a few laughs on today's podcast. And before the show is over, they'll also get to play the newlywed game. After this important announcement, you'll get to meet Michael and Sierra Mitchell on the Marriage Success Podcast. Hello, this is Dr. David Stevens with your Marriage Success Moment for today. Talk and talk some more. Your marriage can benefit from a candid conversation about your fears, hopes, dreams, and goals in life. Talk about the money also. Money secrets can lead to marital discord that can be hard to bounce back from. So talk about everything, including the money. And this is your Marriage Success Moment for today. This message was brought to you by MarriageSuccess.org. You're listening to the Marriage Success Podcast with author and seminar leader, Dr. David Stevens. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm delighted that I have Michael and Sierra on the broadcast with me today. This podcast should be interesting and fun. They've been married approximately five years. And if anybody's been married for a few years, you know, there are things that happen along the way that you can laugh about. Sometimes you want to cry. But then again, at the end of the day, you realize some of the things that have happened are really kind of humorous. Without further ado, let's introduce our guest. We have Michael and Sierra. Why don't you say Hello to everybody who's listening to the podcast today. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Well, I like to try to give my guests an opportunity to ask me questions before I start probing into their life. So at this moment, Michael, Sierra, I'm going to give you a chance to grill me. Ask me a couple of questions that couples would typically want to ask a marriage counselor or a coach because they think the marriage counselor and the coach has all the answers, (laughs) which I'll admit I don't. I just try hard and try to remember past mistakes and a few Bible verses to support the right decision. Okay, who has questions first? We'll let ladies go first. (laughs) (laughs) So what? What you say are the three things that I can do or that married couples can do to improve communication. Very good question. Communication is a good key. Good place to start. And I'll admonish anybody who wants to have a good relationship to have good communication. I don't care if it's a friendship, a coworker relationship, but especially with couples. One of the things that some people forget about with communication is listening. Some couples don't listen. They hear folks talking, they hear their partner talking, but they don't really intently listen. So developing uh, listening skills is uh, is a good place to start. 
because if you really hear what a person is saying, then you can begin to respond appropriately and maybe answer the question that has come up. Second thing I would say is that don't be afraid to take notes. You know, good communication requires accurate communication. Write down questions. Write down your response. Sometimes it's it's appropriate to wait to give a response, because if we wait to give a response, we can give a better response. It's a response that is just not uh, a knee jerk reaction to a question. And if you take time to formulate your ideas, you may be able to give a response that will probably address the real issue. And it may even lead to some follow up questions and answers because you did take time to write it down and respond in a way with some introspection. And number three would be in communication is always, always, always consider the tone of your voice. When couples talk, they need to always remember that the tone of their voice can make a world of difference. It's kind of like friends joking around. They can say a whole lot of different things to one another. But if the tone has a particular tone, they know they're joking. So when couples have disagreements and when couples talk about things, they need to make sure that they check the tone of their voice. And the tone of the voice can make a big difference when it comes to message sent and message received. So the tone of the voice is critically important, I believe. So that's three things to consider about communication. There are a whole lot of other things, but you ask for three. I'll give you those three. Thank you. Okay, Michael, what is your question? All right, I'm going to take us out to left field here. Okay, All let's right. do it. So do you feel like it is wise to just drop your routine at times and just do something spontaneous, like spend more money than you would usually do or go to a, <laughs> a crazy destination for vacation? <laughs> Well, you know, I found that spontaneity can actually uh, enhance a relationship uh, as long as that there, there are guidelines and boundaries. They can actually be established and preset. It's kind of like I've coached couples over the years, explain to them about what they consider free money, play money. Uh, there are some couples are worried that they've spent too much or their spouse has spent too much. But sometimes if you make plans ahead of time and say, you know, I always have a hundred bucks that I can freely spend any way I want to spend it. The other person may say, well, I have $100 to freely spend however I want to spend it. And some of those days that seem like it's kind of spontaneous has actually been planned. Right. He has saved his $100 for two or three weeks or she has saved her $100 for two or three weeks. And then they bring up the idea, why don't, let, why don't we go to Atlanta for the weekend or why don't we go to wherever that destination may be for the weekend? It may appear spontaneous, but it's actually been planned. It has money has been set aside in an account for the purpose of good times, fun times. And as long as you you you're organized and uh, you have an account that is designed for uh, entertainment, which is usually the key account category entertainment. A lot of spontaneity is not going to throw your 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 uh, your budget out of whack because it was actually planned, but you hadn't planned exactly what you were going to do, but you continuously set aside money for the purpose of fun and entertainment. Okay. Got one more question. Go ahead, Sierra. And they looked at one another. (laughs) 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 Well, if you don't have a question, I'll share this with you. I share it with every couple that I meet with. Always remember the three R's. Romance, Reality and relax. Romance, reality, and relax. The romance begins when you meet a person. You're excited about finally meeting somebody that you like, that likes you, they're cute, they're good looking, on and on and on. And they take me out, we do things together, and it's exciting to see one another. That romance can begin then and can last on into marriage. 
It can last into marriage until you get to a point when you start having to negotiate things. When you get to a point where you have to negotiate this or negotiate that, you begin to recognize that this person who I thought was the darling of my heart has flaws, imperfections. Now you're in what is officially called the reality stage. You know, they're not perfect. They're great, but they're not perfect. Once you get to that stage, you have to learn how to negotiate. You begin to recognize what's really important. You begin to identify core values and you also begin to recognize what you can really do without, even though you are accustomed to doing it a particular way. That's what many couples make a mistake on. They think that just because they've done something a particular way all their lives, they have the right to demand that it always be that way. They forget the fact that they used to be single and they're now married. You have to negotiate things because remember, you're merging two lives, two backgrounds into one. Things that you may have grown up doing things a certain way. And now your wife comes along and want to do things a different way. Does that mean her way is bad and your way is good? Not necessarily. It just means it's different. So when you get to the reality stage, you have to negotiate change. Too many people end up in divorce court because they're unwilling to negotiate change. And then the last one is relax. The relaxed stage is the stage when couples have negotiated the things that were important. And now they've moved on to an er to an era in their lives where, you know, they don't get angry because he leaves his boots in the kitchen floor. Because when he gets off work, he walks through to the garage and he comes into the house and he takes his boots off and leave them by the door. His wife knows that he's going to leave them there three or four days a week because he forgets to move them. But she doesn't get upset. She doesn't get angry because she knows he really doesn't mean any harm. Maybe he was just tired or he left them there because he was in a hurry, but he'll be back to move them. And often he'll come back, walk through the kitchen to recognize, oops, I left the boots and I don't want her to see them. So he'll move the boots. But she did not have a temper tantrum because she knows we've talked about this. We've talked about it over and over again. So why should I get upset? He'll be back and he will remove them from my kitchen floor with the wife. Maybe she leaves that brush or that comb right where he doesn't want to see it. So when he goes in the bathroom, that brush is there, that hair's in the sink or whatever it is. But he doesn't make a big deal out of it. He realizes she forgot again or quite honestly, it's not worth arguing about. They begin to relax and just enjoy one another in all the flaws in all of the imperfections. They love one another anyway. They become that old couple that we all have seen in, in, in movies and even in our own neighborhoods. They kind of sit on the porch and kind of rock a little bit and look at each other. And yeah, They go to eat somewhere and they kind of hold hands and they sit there for hours nibbling on that food because they have nowhere else to go. They've accepted life. This is life. This is who we are. So what? His shirt is wrinkled. She doesn't care if his shirt is wrinkled. At age 30, she would have made a big deal about his shirt being wrinkled. Now at age 65, she doesn't care if his shirt's wrinkled. She doesn't care if his shirt tail is tucked or not. She doesn't care if he hadn't had a haircut in a month. It really doesn't matter because the man he is means much more to her than a fancy haircut or a shirt that has been pressed and starched. So that's the relaxed stage. You begin to appreciate one another for who they are. 
It's almost like going back to the fantasy years of the romance stage when you thought they were perfect, but then you found out in the reality stage they were not perfect, but now you can accept them in the relaxed stage in all their flaws and all of their imperfections, but you still love them. So I think that's the that should be the goal of almost every couple who ever meet. If they say they want to get married, they should desire to reach that relaxed stage and enjoy life together. Okay, before we get into our game, let's have another quick announcement and uh, we'll get started. You're listening to the Marriage Success Podcast with author and seminar leader, Dr. David Stevens. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. If you would like to hear Dr. David Stevens in person, he conducts seminars and does keynote speaking for special events. He is currently offering a free seminar to churches in the metro area of Birmingham, Alabama. This free seminar can be tailored to address the needs of couples, singles, and manhood mentoring events. For more information about Dr. David Stevens or information on how to book a free seminar, please visit marriagesuccess.org. The email address is dstevens at marriagesuccess.org. Again, the website address is marriagesuccess.org. The email address is dstevens at marriagesuccess.org. We hope to hear from you soon. Let's now return to the Marriage Success Podcast with Dr. Stevens. We're back. And now we get to play the newlywed and not so newlywed game. My contestants are Sierra and Michael, been married approximately five years, and they say they know everything about one another. But we're going to find out. So <laughs> let's get started with our game. Sierra, can you tell me? What is Michael's favorite color? Red. Michael, what is your favorite color? <laughs> it's red. She got that one. <laughs> that was an easy one. <laughs> Michael, what is Sierra's favorite color? Sierra's favorite color is turquoise. That's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Well, that's a pretty good start. Ease us in. That's good. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Now, this is one. Ha <laughs> 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 Yeah, maybe I'll ask this question. Where did this couple meet? Okay, Sierra, what do you say you guys met? Officially, where we had a conversation was at a church banquet. Oh, yeah? Christmas banquet. Christmas banquet. What about you, Michael? Is that right or wrong? Actually, where we first met was at church. I caught her uh, after church, and um, <laughs> and we had a brief conversation at that moment. <laughs> yeah. He said he caught you. <laughs> she had been Facebook stalking me. Ah, uh, <laughs> like you that. Facebook stalked me first. Let's be clear. You found I had a boyfriend. He moved on. <laughs> so you saw her on Facebook and said, "Huh, okay, okay." That's right. I knew what I liked. Yeah, <laughs> and then went to church and said, "There she is." That romance stage. <laughs> Very good. 
I'd give you that one. <laughs> I'd give you that one. Now, Michael, this one's kind of tough. <laughs> so this one may put you on the spot here. So, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> Let's go. Michael, where did you share the first kiss? We shared our first kiss at my friend Randy's house. It was outside in his driveway. <laughs> <laughs> She's nodding her head, folks. <laughs> she remembers that. Yeah. <laughs> Big smile on her face. <laughs> Seemed like it must have been nice, good, smooth. <laughs> okay, so it worked, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> Okay, got a kiss in the driveway. <laughs> yeah, you know, folks, uh, she actually did write on her uh, card here, it was good. <laughs> one for Michael. <laughs> Give him an extra one for that one. <laughs> it was good. All right. Got a question here about childhood. Did... Sierra have any pets when she was a child? And if so, what kind of pet was it? So this is sort of a complicated question. <laughs> my wife, my beautiful wife, has such a warm and loving heart. She took it upon herself to adopt all the stray animals in her neighborhood. So they technically weren't her pets, but she fed them and gave them water. <laughs> so all the stray cats and dogs went to her house to eat. Absolutely. <laughs> all right, Miss Sierra, what do you think? Is that right or wrong? That's actually right. <laughs> My mom never really went out and actually bought me a pet. So they actually just got a case in the house, and I, I did feed them. You did feed them. <laughs> <laughs> boy, boy, boy. Okay, we got agreement there. I got a question here that... Now, it may be a little conflict on this one. Uh -oh. <laughs> Between the husband and wife in this marriage, who is the best cook? Sierra, who would you say is the best cook? Um, that would be me. You are the best cook. Because I cook more, <laughs> more than Michael. I don't cook a lot, but more than he does. <laughs> so you don't cook a lot. So let's make sure we get this right here. <laughs> she says she's a career woman and she doesn't sit around the house and bake and cook cook every day and bake cookies and cakes. and But she cooks more than Michael. Is that right, Michael? Was that the was that the question? The though? question: Who is the best cook? Who is the best cook? Yes. Now, who's the most capable cook, or cooks the most often? I would say oh. me. I think I'm a pretty good. My wife is a dietitian. She doesn't use salt or butter. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Interesting point. So in her head, this is good cooking. This is good cooking. Because it's, it's healthy, healthy cooking. cooking. Right. <laughs> I give her the best cook because it's healthy. Yeah, you say, but you do say, oh, that was good sometimes. Healthy cooking. I'm building you up, baby. Oh. <laughs> Keep doing your thing. <laughs> she's the best because she's a healthy she's cook. a healthy cook. <laughs> okay, well, since you phrase it like that, uh, Michael, that was a smart move. <laughs> <laughs> if I want to eat this week. <laughs> <I know. laughs> that was a smart move. 
You're listening to the Marriage Success Podcast with author and seminar leader, Dr. David Stevens. Lotto question. Miss Sierra, if your husband won the lotto next week, what do you believe would be the first thing he would buy? I said a house. You said a house. (laughs) Okay, Michael, if you won the lotto next week, what would be the first thing you would buy? A house on the beach. A house on the beach. <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's still a house, so you the get that one. <laughs> you get that one, boy. You guys are kind of moving right along here. Michael, if I was to ask you, what is your wife's favorite movie, what movie would that be? Love and Basketball. Love and Basketball. Ah, Miss Sierra, (laughs) what would you say is your favorite movie? Prior to watching The Shack, Love and Basketball. Love and Basketball. (laughs) So up until three weeks ago. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, got a new contender, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Love and Basketball. (laughs) That's a pretty popular movie. I've had several couples mention Love and Basketball. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the little soft love story, and they're hiding their emotions, Mm -hmm. and they're in love with one another, but they wouldn't dare say it, and... Okay, okay, I get it. It's kind of mushy, but it's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Mr. Michael, I'm looking here at something. (laughs) Your wife's opinion here. (laughs) Michael, if your wife could put something in the trash that belongs to you, (laughs) what do you think it would be? That is a good question. (laughs) She could put something in the trash. Yes, something that she could just get rid of, put it in the trash that you've been hanging on to, that's an eyesore, or whatever it might be, if she could get rid of it secretly, what would it be? That would probably be my PlayStation. Anything that competes with her time, I think that's that's what it would be. You say PlayStation. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what she said. <laughs> this should be interesting. She actually said your cell phone. My cell phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he had the part about anything that competes with time. And he's yeah. on oh, so, got you. He's on the phone way more than the PlayStation. Oh, that phone just get rid of it. Hide it, trash it, get rid of it. Yeah, that's fine. She, she'll be she'll be calling. <laughs> <laughs> kind of reminds me of one couple who they wanted to get rid of the phone, and the man was like, oh, "Why should I get rid of the phone? I can hear, you know, when you call." But I had to admit, I had to agree with her because he had a flip phone. Oh wow! <laughs> he had a flip phone where he couldn't text. Oh wow! <laughs> Neither could he receive images. So if you went to a reunion or a wedding or something and wanted to do a quick snapshot and send him the photo, he didn't get the photo. (laughs) You talk to him two weeks later about what happened in the photo, and his question is, 
What photo? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't get it. He, did. <laughs> he didn't get it because he had a flip phone. <laughs> I didn't know they still made those. Yes. I don't know how old this phone is, but he had a flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I understand you have an inclination to want to be in charge of the laundry. That's right. You took over that responsibility <laughs> or you developed a... Particular concern about laundry. Why? What's the story behind that? <laughs> Come on. He's laughing. She's kind of <laughs> giggling a little bit. But tell us the story, Michael. My wife, she does everything wholeheartedly with joy in her heart. And I think one day she was just washing some clothes, just washing away and was so proud that she was washing her husband's clothes. <laughs> and I just, all I could do is just shake my head. And she didn't understand why. And she was like, what's wrong? And I said, well, I guess for the last couple of months, you've been washing our clothes with fabric softener. <laughs> <laughs> she was just pouring it in there. <laughs> Not laundry detergent. <laughs> fabric softener. Fabric softener. So I took over those duties for us. <laughs> well... <laughs> So she was doing the laundry with fabric softener <laughs> instead of detergent. Yes, sir. Well, 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 Miss Sierra, what do you think? Is that right? That is right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see that being an issue. <laughs> Good, your job did not require you to have uh, stains removed every day. Right. And, you know, so. Poor kids. <laughs> yeah, it's really. Close milk. Yeah, it smelled good. Very fluffy. <laughs> Fabric softener. Uh, <laughs> Now, before we close the podcast, since you guys have been married about five years now, you've learned something along the way. If there was a couple listening to this podcast who you want to help out, give me one nugget, Sierra, that you would like to share with that couple about dating and or married life. Well, I would say the biggest Thing that you can do, give effort. Um, I say that because I have, you know, um, you don't know much about me, but I grew up in a single parent home. And so I didn't quite know what marriage was. I had a, a fantasy of what marriage was and then reality set in. It actually takes work and you got to put forth the effort. You got to do things that's outside of your comfort zone. It's not easy at all, but it is rewarding. Wow. That's heavy. Mm. It's not easy, but it's worth it. Okay, Michael, what about you? What what would you, what nugget would you like to share with somebody who's dating uh, about the uh, um, prospect of getting married? Something about marriage and or dating that you would want them to remember and consider. Sure, I'll just piggyback off of what Sierra said. Um, I think that having proper expectations entering to the marriage, a lot of people see. A Tyler Perry movie or um, see fairy tales of what they expect to see in their marriage and they're really marrying someone that's not what they see so um, just setting the expectation uh, a realistic expectation of what you should get from your spouse and what you should give to your spouse excellent that's very good you heard what Michael said you heard it from Sierra be willing to put the work in 
Be willing to put the work in because it is rewarding. I'm delighted that you joined us on this podcast. And if you got a story you want to tell, hit me up. I want to hear your story. And until next time, always remember, love can last a lifetime. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast. If you would like to hear Dr. David Stevens in person, he conducts seminars and does keynote speaking for special events. Dr. Stevens is currently offering a free seminar to churches in the metro area of Birmingham, Alabama. This free seminar can be tailored to address the needs of couples, singles, and manhood mentoring events. To book a free seminar at your church, please visit marriagesuccess.org for more information. When you visit the website, you can purchase books by Dr. Stevens, which include Master Keys to Marriage Success, Manhood Challenge, and Dating Game Pitfalls. To book a free seminar or to purchase ebooks and paperbacks by Dr. Stevens, please visit marriagesuccess.org. You can also reach Dr. Stevens by email at dstevens at marriagesuccess.org. Thanks again for joining us on today's podcast. And remember, love can last a lifetime.